These are the times that try men's souls. The summer soldier and the sunshine patriot will, in this crisis, shrink from the service of their country. But he that stands by it now deserves the love and thanks of man and woman. For some reason, those words of Thomas Paine just happened to run through my mind this morning. President Trump, if you were up with us, we were up all night and then we <laughs> came home and wrote a little bit of my show and now we're back here again. President Trump was doing very, very well, much better than any pollster thought by a long shot. He more or less tore down modern polling last night. And just as everything seemed like it was going to finalize and clinch for Trump, it all stopped for some reason. It all just, it all just stopped. People stopped counting the votes. Everyone went home for the night. We didn't go home for the night. We were all still watching. All of you were still up and watching. And yet, for some reason, the people counting the votes in key counties around this country, I don't know, they just stopped. We will try to find out why. I'm Michael Knowles. This is The Michael Knowles Show. Welcome back to the show. My favorite comment yesterday from top 10 guy one who said, I would trust an astrology witch over a CNN pollster at this point. I, I didn't hear the difference between, you said, I would trust an astrology witch over an astrology witch. Is that which I don't know. I don't know what the difference could be there. Uh, this was the theme of my show yesterday, and it was 100% vindicated last night, which is I said that modern polling, modern statistics, modern social science is a psyop. It is a farce. It is part of a system that we could call it the liberal establishment. We could name the legacy media, the administrative state, the higher education, the universities. I, I said this whole system exists to preserve itself. It, it, the minute there's a crack in the system, the whole thing's going to fall apart. And uh, I said the polls were unreliable and it turns out they were unreliable. And now it sure looks like there are some shenanigans going on. We will give you the absolute latest numbers because we got to make sure that we can protect the ballot box. And you know what? You got to make sure that you can protect your car. Uh, car shield is a great way to do that. Okay. With car shield, I don't have to worry about all that kind of stuff. When, when you see that check engine light come on, that can really worry you. Car shield offers a wide range of protection plans that can save you thousands for a covered repair. You have the freedom to choose your favorite mechanic or dealership to do the work and car shield gets the rest taken care of. Even if your car breaks down while you're traveling, the choice of a repair shop is still up to you. Car shield has helped over. Do you know how many? Do you know how many? One million drivers. That's why they are America's number one auto protection company. It, it's a real hassle. It was, this happened to me about a year and a half ago where I had some car trouble. So I go and I fix the car trouble. I spent a lot of money doing it. Then I start driving. And what happens? That check engine goes on. The car starts shaking. Costs a lot more money. Then it costs a lot more. Then I got to get rid of the car. I wish at that time I had car shield. Okay. I used, I used to dread car repairs with car shield. I have peace of mind. Get coverage today. See why car Shield cars go farther. Call 800-665-2157, mention code Knowles or visit carshield.com and use code Knowles to save 10%. That is carshield.com, code Knowles, a deductible may apply. You'll notice if you are watching this rather than listening that I am doing something very unusual. I have my computer out. I don't like to have my computer out usually during the show. I feel like it separates me from you. So I usually 
just use my printed notes. But I have to have my computer up right now because we're getting the latest numbers in uh, from the count. So when I woke up this morning, President Trump was leading in Michigan by a slim margin. I'll just, let's just go through the states that matter right now. So for some reason, they still have not called Georgia for President Trump. Early on, it was clear that Georgia was for Trump. Now it may, I guess it seems less clear. Uh, Trump still has a commanding 104,000 vote lead there with 92% of the estimated votes reported. And, and, and he's up very significantly. I have no idea why they're not calling Georgia yet. Uh, the same thing goes for North Carolina. Trump is up almost hundred thousand votes in North Carolina, pretty commanding lead. For some reason, they won't call that there either. It was so clear on election night that the country was going for Trump in a decisive way. And then it all stopped. Arizona right now seems to be the opposite sort of situation. Biden does appear to have a commanding lead in Arizona. Nobody is really questioning those results right now, but some of the other states people are questioning pretty significantly. Right now, Joe Biden is up less than 8,000, fewer than 8,000 votes in Nevada. It's incredibly tight right now. Uh, Nevada is, uh, it would be very helpful to President Trump's reelection. Wisconsin the race is about 20,000 votes apart right now. Just have, imagine how slim that margin is. 20,000 votes is still an incredibly slim margin. And then in some places you're talking about eight or 10,000 votes. Joe Biden has that narrow, narrow lead in Wisconsin. Again, that didn't look that way last night, but now that we're all waking up this morning, it, it would appear that way. Michigan right now, uh, which was for Trump when I, when I woke up, is now separated by 12,000 votes, 12 thousand votes. Basically unheard of, just that slim margin for Joe Biden. In Pennsylvania, Trump has a commanding lead. Trump is up uh, 600,000 votes in Pennsylvania with 76% of estimated votes reported, and yet they won't call it for Trump. They won't call it for Trump because if Trump has Pennsylvania, if he has North Carolina, if he has Georgia, puts him in a very good place. He still probably has to win uh, Wisconsin or Michigan, but puts him in a very very strong position. They won't call those Trump states. And there, there seems to be some irregularities going on in other places as well. Even liberal outlets admitted that it was weird last night when they stopped counting the votes. Uh, Allegheny County, Pennsylvania suspended the scanning of mail-in ballots uh, last night. And they, they said that they were going to postpone it until 10 a.m. local time unheard of. That was according to NBC. Fulton, Georgia stopped counting mail-in ballots after a burst water pipe delayed the counting of about 50,000 ballots. That was according to the New York Times. Burst water pipe. You don't say. Did your dog eat the mail-in ballots too? Joe Biden, because he had to get to bed, he was probably already in bed before, but he got out uh, last night about, I don't know, what was it, about our time, maybe uh, 11 o'clock or earlier even. Uh, Joe Biden comes on stage, very positive, very hopeful, and to my mind, a little too confident. We feel good about where we are. We really do. I'm here to tell you tonight, we believe we're on track to win this election. We knew because of the unprecedented early vote and the mail-in vote, that it's gonna take a while. We're gonna to have to be patient until we, uh, the hard work of tallying the votes is finished. And it ain't over till every vote is counted. Every ballot is counted. 
But we're feeling good. We're feeling good about where we are. By the way, that's that's not true what he just said. Well, I'm sure he is feeling good, and I think he's got a lot of reason to feel good. For instance, the attorney general of Pennsylvania promised him that he would win the state before election day, promised it to him. Isn't that odd? A man who is going to be involved in some of the litigation surrounding Pennsylvania, an elected official in that state promising him that state. Joe Biden said that it's not over until all the votes are counted. That may end up being true, but that ought not to be true according to the rules. Because what if I vote after election day? What if I vote two days after election day? What if I vote in December, Christmas Eve? I decide, you know, I think I'm going to vote for Trump today. Is that vote going to be counted? No, you have to vote on time. But unfortunately, the Supreme Court blew up those sorts of deadlines. And now even worse than that, we're in a situation where in Pennsylvania, the votes may not even have to be postmarked. There's a a world in which they could just find, I don't know, 10,000 votes. That's pretty slim margins in these places. 10,000, 20,000, 30,000 votes. If the postmark is smudged, if it's unclear what the postmark is, they could just count those votes. We know that there have been irregular elections before this happened, notably a number of years ago with Al Franken, before he got booted out of the Senate, but when he was brought into the Senate. All it looked like the Republicans were winning on election night, and all of a sudden, a couple hundred thousand mail-in votes just show up. They, They go overwhelmingly, implausibly. Some pundits have suggested statistically impossibly for the Democrat, and then the Democrat wins the race, and Republicans rolled over in that case. Joe Biden seemed very, very confident. President Trump seemed less confident. When he walked in to give his speech, he he didn't seem happy. Now, by the way, Joe Biden gave a speech much earlier than than Donald Trump did. President Trump walks in and gave a speech at 2.30 in the morning. This is a 74-year-old man who had coronavirus, what, two weeks ago? And and he came in and he gave his speech and he, he said, as he predicted, as we predicted on this show, this is going to the courts. And did I predict this, Newt? Did I say this? I've been saying this from the day I heard they were going to send out tens of millions of ballots. I said exactly because either they were going to win or if they didn't win, they'll take us to court for the good of this nation. This is a very big moment. This is a major fraud in our nation. We want the law to be used in a proper manner. So we'll be going to the U.S. Supreme Court. We want all voting to stop. We don't want them to find any ballots at 4 o'clock in the morning and add them to the list, okay? It's, It's a very sad, it's a very sad moment. To me, this is a very sad moment. And we will win this. And we, as far as I'm concerned, we already have won it. So I just want to thank you. There it is. There's the line that's, that's getting President Trump in trouble. I want to go through because there are people who are attacking him for this, even on the right. We had a little disagreement on the Daily Wire set last night about, about what to make of this statement. There are a couple statements in here that are worth parsing because I 100% defend what the president just said there. And I know that's, that some of the things that he said, oh, they they make us feel a little squeamish. He's already getting fact checked. They're calling him a liar. I, I don't think that he, he said a single lie in that statement, but in, in the terms of the Facebook fact checkers, it requires 
context. Fine. I'm more than happy to give that context. You know, uh, context is so important to understand the issues of our day. It's important to education generally. And uh, one great way to, to get that is homeschool magnet. Homeschool Magnet supports homeschooling families by providing students with instruction from world-class credentialed teachers in a remote classroom with their peers. Parents choose the best teachers for each student based on values and teaching approach to ensure every child is receiving exactly the education that they desire. This puts you as the parent in full control of your child's education without the daily responsibilities of lesson planning, pre-learning, teaching, tutoring, and grading. Each student will receive instruction in the four core subject areas of math, English, language arts, and uh, gender studies. No, I'm kidding, not gender studies. Uh, there's math, English, language arts, uh, science, and social studies. This approach is similar to most remote college learning formats and will help prepare students for secondary school. With Homeschool Magnet, you get the freedom and control of homeschooling without the burden. Homeschool Magnet is only a fraction of the cost of private schools, and the 30-day money-back guarantee upon enrollment means this choice is risk-free. I know a lot of people are looking into various homeschool programs, ways to augment homeschool programs right now, especially as students are being totally failed by public schools, more so, so than usual. A lot of people are at home right now. This is a great way to augment your child's education. To learn more about Homeschool Magnet's student experience, go to homeschoolmagnet.com. Join the growing wait list. For interested teachers who want more freedom in their teaching career, Homeschool Magnet may be the perfect fit for you. Uh, they're recruiting teachers right now, so visit homeschoolmagnet.com slash Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L, to learn more and apply. Ties in pretty well. Disrupting the education space ties in very well to disrupting the other established institutions which seem to raid against President Trump right now. What President Trump said is that this is a big fraud being perpetrated on the American people. That is true. He's being fact-checked for it because they're saying, well, we don't know if the election is fraudulent. We don't know if there are fraudulent votes right now in Pennsylvania or in Wisconsin or in Michigan or in Nevada. Who knows? That's not the point. Last night, the election was going for Trump. The left had already set the stage for this because they, I guess, suspected that nobody was going to vote for that doddering old crook, uh, e even though they had the advantage of early voting and mail-in voting before, before the second presidential debate, before the New York Post story showing the Biden family corruption. Even before that, I think the left thought, mm, gosh, maybe we're not going to win this thing, so we need to set the stage. We'll say it's a red mirage. Trump's going to win on election night, and then we're going to keep on counting. We're going to keep on counting until we win. That's the language you heard from Joe Biden. He said, eh, when every vote is counted, then we're going to win. You heard this from Josh Shapiro, the crooked AG of Pennsylvania, obviously deeply corrupt man. He said, when all the votes are counted, Biden's going to win. How are you so sure, Attorney General? Do you know something that we don't know? The fraud that was perpetrated last night was that important counties in this country stopped counting. Why did they stop? I don't know. I guess one place where they had a, they had a water problem. I don't know. Some water was coming out. It was a pipe or something. Eh, whatever. Anyway, see in 10 hours, unheard of. Have you heard of that happening in presidential races, particularly close presidential races? The problem with stopping that kind of counting in those places is it gives the opportunity for fraud. It at least gives the image of fraud, the suspicion of fraud. And we know that there have been elections in this country's history where ballots magically appear, where un unsuspected, unexpected ballots magically appear. That is a fraud. What President Trump said, there, there is a fraud being proved. That's the fraud. 
At the very least, all the fact checkers, we can all agree that is going on. Then President Trump came to his controversial line. He said, I think we're going to win. As far as I'm concerned, we already have. Some people are split on, we were split on the Daily Wire set about this last night. I think it's absolutely fine to make that statement. Now, we don't know if he's won yet. Even taking the fraud question out of it, the later election fraud or their their fraudulent votes being counted, we don't know that he's won yet. But the qualifier, as far as I'm concerned, is an important qualifier here. Joe Biden also said, I think we're on the path to victory. I think we're looking good when all the votes are counted, we're going to win. He said all that kind of stuff. President Trump says it, and he says it a little more strongly. That's a big deal. As far as I'm concerned, we've already won. The reason that I will defend this, even though we don't know for certain if he's already won, is because you have to look at the context of this election. You want to add context, Facebook? Let's add context. The reason to object to that statement is if we lived in a world in which people had full faith in these poll counters, in the mainstream media that's reporting it, in the elected officials who are going to be governing this this election, in the deep state, the administrative state that's involved. If we had faith in those, if we could trust those, if those had credibility, then I would say, okay, back off. Maybe we'll just wait and see, hold your breath, we'll wait and see. But they don't have any credibility. And it's not just me who doesn't believe in them. Nobody believes in them. The pollsters completely completely humiliated themselves last night. The mainstream media completely humiliated themselves last night, the legacy media. So they, they have no credibility whatsoever. You had uh, officials in these states, people involved in the election with the hashtag resist on their Twitter account. Well, that doesn't sound great. You had allegations of irregularities going on much earlier. You had an issue of mail-in voting. A a local affiliate in Philadelphia did an experiment, sent out a hundred mail-in ballots to a dummy PO box. They got two birthday cards, which means the wires got crossed somewhere and three ballots went missing. 3% sure can swing an election, especially when we're talking about numbers, the likes of which we're talking about here. That's not a good sign. You have the problem of widespread unsolicited mail-in ballots, unprecedented in this country's history. People say there's no evidence that that leads to fraud. There can't be evidence. It's never happened. We've never had that system before. Obviously open to fraud. You had, you had claims of people getting ballots for their dead pets and certainly for dead relatives. You, you heard stories of ballots going missing. Jeremy Boring's ballot went missing, I believe, here in California. Obviously open to abuse. And then you have the piece de resistance, the cherry on top of the Sunday. They stop the freaking counting. Why? I don't know. Maybe Trump's numbers were just looking too good. That's what it seemed like to us on the election map. They wouldn't call states, the, the, the left wing and the legacy media wouldn't call Florida. Trump was up by about a zillion points in Florida. What's the final tally? He's up almost 400,000 votes in Florida with 96% of estimated votes reported. They still wouldn't call it. It was so clear early on in the, that we flipped congressional districts in that state, for goodness sakes. So it looks a little suspicious. And, what, and you had a narrative being pushed out by the establishment media, by the administrative government, by bureaucrats, by establishment left-wing politicians, all being pushed by big technology, which was censoring the president, suppressing conservative views. And what President Trump did was counter that narrative. Joe Biden doesn't have to do that. He can walk out there tickety-boo. He can 
say, yes, I feel confident about how we're doing. He doesn't have to say that because he's got an entire system working for him to push the narrative that he already won, even though there is zero evidence that he already won. Zilch, nada. And a a lot of evidence to the contrary. So you've got that entire apparatus pushing Biden's, the pro-Biden message. And you got one dude named Donald Trump pushing his message, trying to counter that narrative from deeply corrupt institutions with no credibility whatsoever. So yeah, I'm going to give him a little bit of grace. I'm going to give him the opportunity to make that argument. The election isn't over yet. I'm not claiming the election is over yet. I don't, I don't think President Trump is claiming it either. He was making a narrative point. He says, as far as I'm concerned, we have one. We'll see. We're going to the Supreme Court. We're going to stop some of these irregularities. But let's even, let's just grant that, sure, he went a little far. He made an extreme statement. Uh, Okay, you've got every single mouthpiece in the world pushing Biden propaganda, totally dubious, if not outright dishonest Biden propaganda, and you've got Donald Trump. And many conservatives uh, will undercut Donald Trump on this. Fine, that's their prerogative. But you got this guy alone, basically, and he's the one doing it. I absolutely give him grace on that. He also had a lot of energy last night, I got to tell you. He had, he got 2.30 in the morning, this guy, he's got a lot of energy. He must've been very well hydrated. And if you want to be well hydrated, you got to check out Liquid IV. Liquid IV is a new hydration, has a new hydration multiplier plus immune support. This is cutting edge blend of vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, and well immune and convenient single serving packets. Vitamin C, well known to protect your body and support good health. Vitamin D facilitates immune system function, very important these days, and improves your daily defense. Zinc, the second most abundant trace mineral in your body, supports your immune cell health and function. Very, very important these days. Well Immune is a naturally sourced beta-glucan that is proven to help strengthen your immune system. Sometimes I know some friends of mine who are athletes, they love liquid IV because, you know, it it helps hydrate you much, much more quickly. I'm not exactly, you know, going out there running down the football court or whatever, whatever one does. Uh, but if you go out, maybe you have a couple Coca-Colas, maybe with your buddies on the backstage set last night until midnight, uh, and you need some hydration, you need a little bit of that, uh, Liquid IV, great place to go. The new hydration multiplier plus immune support is available at Walmart, or you can order online, get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code Michael at checkout. That is 25% off anything you order when you use promo code Michael at liquidiv.com. Get better hydration today at liquidiv.com, promo code Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L. You want to talk about the corruption in this race? We mentioned Josh Shapiro, the, the attorney general of Pennsylvania, calling Pennsylvania for Biden before election day. You know what else he did? He tweeted out, he said, if you need help with your mail-in ballot, finding out where to vote or something else, call the Pennsylvania Democrats voter assistance hotline. Someone will answer and help you out. Call 1-833-PA-VOTES. The attorney general of Pennsylvania sending out the Democrat hotline if people want information on how and where to vote. Something stinks in Pennsylvania. And I, I think people are going to be rightly very skeptical if all of a sudden Biden's or Trump's commanding lead rather goes to Biden. People are going to be very, very skeptical. All right. What's the update on the numbers? I'm going to take a quick pause to update on the numbers and we'll get back to this absolutely crooked system that is working overtime against Trump. Because don't forget, Trump wasn't supposed to win in 2016. He wasn't supposed to win. And then he did proving all of these 
statisticians and social scientists and, and liberal elites, proving them all to be complete fools in 2016. And they spent four years trying to overturn it. First of all, the, the Obama administration and the deep state associated with his administration spied on Trump to try to end that election. When that didn't work, they spent three and a half years trying to force a coup d'etat on him. They tried impeachment. That didn't work either. The Mueller investigation, that didn't work either. And now it's all just so cute. It's a little too cute for me how this is turning out. Michigan right now, you've got a a difference of 9,000 votes, 9,000 votes, but Joe Biden just over the edge. That's convenient. Wisconsin, still about 20,000 votes in Wisconsin. I don't think that number has been updated. Nevada, still 8,000 votes in Nevada. I don't think that number has been updated either. Pennsylvania, Trump still has a commanding lead, unfortunately, for the New York Times and 538 and the other old establishment press and polling outlets. They haven't been able to erase that lead from Trump yet. Again, Trump's still up bigly in Georgia. Trump's still up bigly in North Carolina. A little, little bit tighter in North Carolina, but we're still talking about 80,000 votes. So we're, we're still in pretty good, pretty good spot. Let's say, hypothetical worst case scenario, that uh, Nevada just barely, just squeaks by for Biden. We're talking about 8,000 votes or so. Wisconsin just squeaks by for Biden, 20,000 votes or so. Michigan just, oh, just barely squeaks by for Biden, 9,000 votes or so. Who knows what they're going to try to pull in Pennsylvania. Will everybody feel confident in the results of that election? Ask yourself. I'm not, I'm not telling you what to think. Will you feel confident in that? Given all of the irregularities this year, the unprecedented types of voting, the way that Hillary Clinton said Joe Biden should not concede under any circumstances, the way that attorneys general, other elected officials have been so confident the way that Joe Biden himself, so confident, count every vote, we're going to win. There's Joe Biden with that signature wink. I think the odds of that are something like flipping a coin and getting heads three or four times in a row. Not saying it's impossible. It's not impossible, but it is unlikely. It is unlikely. Pretty strange. A little too cute. If there are shenanigans going on, perhaps people, perhaps the people involved in that should have built themselves a wider margin of error. Maybe they couldn't. Maybe they're just rubbing our faces in it. Who knows? We do know that big tech is censoring President Trump. They immediately did this. Big technology censoring the president of the United States on election night. As far as I'm concerned, I know that phrase is uh, controversial now, but as far as I'm concerned, the government can break up Twitter. Twitter has committed a fraud. They've committed a fraud on how people use that platform, how they gained the control of the public square and our public discourse. You thought you were getting one thing, you were getting another. You thought you were getting an open platform where you could follow people and actually get their tweets and say what you want to say. And then you got something else more akin to a publisher, which brings us into another fraud. They're getting liability protection through section 230 of the Communications Decency Act. Shouldn't be getting that. And though Twitter, I don't think has a monopoly, big tech generally has a monopoly on information. Break it up. Break it up. I don't want to hear any ridiculous, frivolous arguments about how it's a private company. Well, sort of private companies aren't allowed to commit fraud. First of all, they're not allowed to get uh, liability protection that they're, they're not deserving of, that they, that they are not uh, abiding by the, the rules of. But as a broader political issue, 
this system is crumbling. The legacy media has completely beclowned itself. The pollsters are done. There is no reason to listen to these pollsters again, but certain vestiges of it remain, namely big tech. Big tech still has a lot of power. And we're checking these numbers even as they come in. You've got to break that up. You've got to break up these big technology companies. What, what they censored here is that President Trump said, we are up big, but they're trying to steal the election. We will never let them do it. Votes cannot be cast after the polls are closed. They said some or all of this content shared in this tweet is disputed. And yeah, disputed by Twitter because they're upset because they don't want to be found out. Might be misleading about an election or other civic process. Hillary Clinton said, one of the leaders of the Democratic Party said, Biden shouldn't concede under any circumstances. Elected officials said Joe Biden won before election day. Is that not, that's not sufficient evidence that some people in this country are trying to steal the election? Obviously some people, I'm not saying everybody's trying to steal the election. I'm not saying that the election is going to be stolen. I'm not saying that either, but some people are trying to do it. What Trump said, 100% right. Doesn't matter. They're going to censor him for it. You had ever, you had everything. When I, when I think about do I give the grace and the benefit of the doubt to this establishment or do I give the grace and the benefit of the doubt to Trump? Keep this in mind. They're threatening political violence. They were already doing it. They were boarding up shops, not because of riotous Brooks Brothers clad conservatives, because of leftists. And by the way, they already began perpetrating violence last night. All, the violence already broke out as the early votes came in and it seemed to be going for Trump. We are in an incredibly tight race. We have kept you in the loop every step of the way with all of yesterday's coverage and last night's coverage and this morning's coverage. And I don't know, maybe I'll sleep next week. It is still too soon to tell who will win ultimately, who will be declared the president ultimately. So join Daily Wire now and get 25% off with code ELECTION so that you can keep up with us on all of the unfolding twists and turns. But not only that, we have big plans for these next four years, regardless of who the president turns out to be. I am very pleased to announce that Candace Owens, New York Times bestselling author, founder of the Blexit Movement, We'll be launching a brand new show with us early next year in Nashville, as well as writing content for us over at dailywire.com. You know, we, we've been uh, friends with Candace for years now, back when she was still a, a smaller YouTube uh, celebrity, back before she really blew up, and we would have her on the shows, and you know, we've been, we've been pals with her for a long time. So excited to have her over here. We'll also be launching an entertainment channel, a new investigative journalism team, and building partnerships with like-minded content creators like PragerU. I guess we already have a partnership because I host a show over there. Uh, PragerU's entire show library will be available to dailywire.com members by the end of the year. That is 25% off your Daily Wire membership with code ELECTION when you sign up today. Head on over there. We'll be right back with a lot more. We're not really getting any updates to the numbers right now. Probably those, uh, I don't know, those counters just haven't gotten back yet. It's been about, what, 10 hours since they left in some of these places. And uh, maybe they'll, maybe they'll get ready eventually. Who knows? Maybe there'll be more ballots to count. Who knows? Violence last night already broke out when it looked like Trump was winning. Violence at Black Lives Matter Plaza, which is so weird because BLM is such a peaceful organization. So weird that violence would break out at BLM Plaza. Take a listen. Come 
You get the idea. People smacking each other in the head with bats. This is humiliating. The greatest democracy on earth looks like a third world banana republic that can't conduct its own elections, that boards up shops, that has people beating each other in the streets if it looks like the orange man is going to win, that has the widespread belief that there is fraud going on. I'm not even saying that necessarily there is fraud. There's some evidence for it, but the widespread belief, I mean, this is true of both sides of the aisle. I think there's no evidence that there would be fraud on the pro-Trump side, but the left was prattling on about that because they always accuse us of what they're doing. And there is evidence of things going on. You know, that Pennsylvania attorney general, pretty weird. The way they stopped the county, pretty weird. There is evidence of that. You have, you have a situation right now where neither side is going to believe that they lost. That is a great shame for the United States once the world's greatest democracy. I guess it still is, is it? We can't conduct elections. This would be the second election in 20 years that we haven't been able to conduct, that we haven't been able to know who the winner is. We're headed back, as we predicted on this show, we're headed back to a Bush v. Gore kind of situation. And, and I'd like to even make a kind of slight defense of the people who maybe are committing fraud. I'm not, I'm not really defending them. I think fraud is essentially the worst sin you can commit. Dante puts the people way, way down in the pits of hell who commit fraud. But part of the argument, if you're a left winger, if you're one of these crooked officials for, if you, if you have the opportunity tipping the hand to Biden rather than Trump is because you believe that Trump is literally Hitler and, and frankly, worse than Hitler. I mean, you had prominent left wingers who go on CNN saying, in the past few days, that Trump is worse than Hitler. And you've had Joe Biden himself saying that Donald Trump will destroy the world, not the country, not the decade, the world. Joe Biden tweeted this out. You want to talk about irresponsible rhetoric here. Joe Biden tweeted this out. He said, if we give Donald Trump another four years in the white house, our planet will never recover. What does that even mean? I guess he's talking about global warming, but actually under the Trump administration, we've cut our, uh, our emissions. If you're worried about carbon dioxide, we actually cut it. We cut it more than the people who signed on to that stupid Paris climate accord that Biden's always talking about that he says he would want to get us back into. So it doesn't, what does he mean? He's talking about something, I think more metaphysical, a little more religious, that Trump is basically the embodiment of evil. And you see this, the, the left uh, doesn't believe in the incarnation of goodness generally, the secular left, the atheist left, right? Christianity, if you were to use very abstract terms to describe it, is you have the incarnation of goodness itself, of love itself in Christ, in the second person of the Trinity. And the entire religion obviously is oriented toward him. The left doesn't seem to have that. They don't seem to have an understanding of the, the, the incarnational goodness. They have the opposite. They have the understanding of incarnational evil. So, you know, Trump is literally Hitler or, you know, Hitler obviously is you know very evil man, but they'll ignore the evil of Stalin. They'll ignore the evil of Mao. They'll ignore the evil of Fidel Castro. They'll ignore the evil of their guys. And, but they will, they will ascribe pure incarnational evil uh, to, to other people. 
and it's selective and they've done it to Trump. I mean, it's, un, I, I, I feel like I'm being hyperbolic when I say they compare Trump to Hitler, but they, no, they've, they've actually done more. They've said he's worse than Hitler. So they, they only have that sense of, of incarnational evil. And if you believe that, if you believe that Trump is literally the physical manifestation of evil, of pure evil, then sure, you'd probably rig a vote or two to, to throw the election against him. And I'm, I'm not saying that's what's happening. There might be a little evidence of irregularities. There might be a, a greater vulnerability to it because of unprecedented, unsolicited widespread mail-in votes. I'm just saying, if that were to happen, I would understand, given the left's premises, why they do that. We do have some good news that came out regardless of, of what happens in this presidential race or court battle. I guess it's a court battle at this point. The good news is that the, the experts were wrong about everything again. The experts told us that Trump's a racist, right? We, he won't condemn white supremacy. He's done it 7 million times, but he won't condemn white supremacy. He's a racist. He started his campaign on racism. He called Mexicans rapists and murderers and whatever else. Trump is doing better among Hispanic voters and black voters than any Republican in modern history. And he's doing better now than he was before. In 2016, even in 2016, Donald Trump got a lower share of the white vote than Mitt Romney had. And white turnout was stagnant. It didn't grow from 2012 with Romney to 2016 with Trump. Don't let anybody tell you Trump is the avatar of the white nationalist, white supremacist. Romney did better among whites than Donald Trump did in 2016. And he got, Trump got a higher percentage of black and Hispanic voters. He got 3% more Hispanic voters or African-American voters. And he got 2% more Hispanic voters, which tilted some of those states, Wisconsin, Ohio, Florida, Pennsylvania tilted them toward Trump. So according to the exit polls, and again, take it with a grain of salt, but they're much better than the prediction polls. According to the exit polls, President Trump did better in 2020 with every single race and sex, except for white guys. It's, un, it's like perfectly backwards from what the, the establishment legacy apparatus has told us. Trump down five points with white men which we're told is his exclusive base. No, he's down with white men. He's up two points with white women. But I thought the suburban women were going to go against Trump. Eh, doesn't really look that way. Up four points with black men. That's actually pretty significant. Up four points with black women. Very significant because there was some evidence that Trump was going to go some, I don't even know if you can call it evidence now because the polls are bunk. But there were some signs that President Trump was going to do better with black men, but he's going to do worse with black women. No, he's up four points with both of them, according to exit polls. He's up three points with Latino men, three points with Latino women, up five points with other. I don't know who falls into other, but he's up five points with them. Who knows? Maybe the polls will be wrong again. Let's check in here and see if we've got any change to the votes. We've got, uh, okay. Mm. No, okay, looks like the there does seem to be more counting going on right now in Michigan. Looks like it's you know, st- still about a 10,000 vote difference. Again, just conveniently tipped to Biden. Uh, Trump's still commanding in Pennsylvania. I don't even know if they're counting again. Really no movement in Wisconsin. No, no movement at all in Nevada. It's too early for those poll, poll workers to wake up. Or maybe there's some shenanigans going on right now, but nothing, that's all behind the scenes if it's happening at all. Nothing happening in front of the scenes. And Nevada, or Arizona rather, still seems pretty firmly for Biden. Some other good news. Mitch McConnell absolutely killed it. He crushed it. 
They poured money to defeat Cocaine Mitch. Didn't matter. Cocaine Mitch beat him. Let's cut now to Cocaine Mitch. You want a flat cash? Okay. I'll play with you. Come on. Okay. You want to play rough? Okay. Uno. Say hello to my little friend. That, I felt, was a powerful victory speech, much better than anything we saw from the other candidates all night. It was persuasive. Democrats dumped, you know how much money they dumped into defeating Cocaine Mitch? $84 million. $84 million for nothing, for bupkis. Let's see, how about, uh, there's some other Senate races here. It looks like Republicans are going to keep control of the Senate. We'll see what happens. Uh, Right now, again, no one's, they're, they're not calling this race, but the race in Georgia between David Perdue and John Ossoff, David Perdue has a commanding, very commanding lead. I can't imagine. I mean, it's almost 200,000 votes. I can't imagine Ossoff has any chance of pulling that off, again, unless there are some shenanigans. John Ossoff, you'll recall, is a complete Democrat contrivance. He's like Beto O'Rourke, but somehow less successful. They ran him for Congress and poured a zillion dollars into him last time for nothing. He went nowhere. Then, because Democrats fail upwards, he runs for Senate. They poured even more money into him that time. And again, he went nowhere. So that's pretty good. We picked up seats in the House. that We were told there's going to be a blue wave. Democrats take the Senate. Democrats take the House. That didn't happen. Pollsters were wrong about that too. So again, it raises some, some interesting questions. How is it Republicans did so well on the House level and the Senate level, but there's just that razor thin margin, pretty convenient drats in all those key states in, in really only the key states that just had to go for Biden. Pretty strange to me. Other good news, Lindsey Grambo, Lindsey Graham 2.0 has won. He won in South Carolina. They poured money to beating him, by the way, to beating, uh, Lindsey Graham 2.0. And that didn't work at all. He beat Jamie Harrison. Uh, that is pretty good news. Some more great news. Those con artists at the Lincoln Project uh, have been exposed. Actually, they kind of got what they came for, which is all their, everything they tried to do failed. If, frankly, even if Joe Biden wins, it's not because of the Lincoln Project. Nothing the Lincoln Project did would have helped them. The Lincoln Project was running ads in left-wing liberal places. And they were running billboards in New York. They were running ads on TV, on Morning Joe, on MSNBC in Washington, D.C. Obviously not to persuade any possible Republican voters or win any swing states. It was to raise money. And they did raise a lot of money. A lot of those guys in the Lincoln Project, the founders of it, were out-of-work GOP strategists. And a lot of them had big debts. Some of them were foreign agents for Russia. I kid you not. I kid you not foreign agents for Russia, and they needed some money, and they lined their pockets from gullible Democrats. So I, in, in some ways, I think, I'm, I'm sorry that those con artists were able to make money. They got exactly what they came for, and they didn't deliver on the Senate races. They didn't deliver on House races. And if there is this razor-thin margin here for Biden, you can't ascribe any of that to the Lincoln Project. So it bugs me that they, that they were able to get rich, but it is funny that they were able to milk very, very gullible Democrats in that way. And of course, the, the the great news of the night. We get to get, we get Candace Owens coming over here, which is, we, you know, if, if you, you don't want to rely on the establishment media to give you good news. I don't know. You sometimes you got to make your own good news. So that's something that we tried to do here. There are 
a couple things we've got to look for in politics right now. And they are, they're different and ideally they will coincide. One is you want precise analysis. Okay. You want to be listening to people who are going to tell it to you like it is. And I, I hope, I think we're doing that. I, I we're certainly doing it to the best of our ability, not, uh, calling it for Trump or, or anything like that. Uh, giving you the precise down to the numbers, but, but also giving you both sides, giving you what, what maybe the legacy press won't give you. So you want that precision. You want that accuracy. The other thing you want though is courage. Now is a time for political courage because I think some people will want us all to wait, be very patient in whatever, whatever potentially crooked schemes are going on. We'll find out about it later and then we can fight about it later, but, but later will be too late. Later will be too late because the narrative is dominating now. And there is going to be an, a uniform narrative being pushed by the left that Joe Biden has already won. They, they already, they actually started pushing that narrative before the election even began. And they have perpetrated already a fraud in, in stopping the counting in, in some key places. And they've already perpetrated a fraud by upending our election laws in, in ways that are, that would disenfranchise people that would, you know, if, if, if people who ought not to vote, who don't have the right to vote or, or people who, you know, maybe they're not even really voters at all, uh, do vote, then that, that takes votes away from people who do have the right to vote. And, and that's a very bad thing. And the, the left has constructed a system now that is open for that. And I think what we need from conservatives, we want that precision, we want that accuracy, we want that insight, and we want courage to stand up against that narrative and stand with our guy. Loyalty is a virtue and is especially a virtue in politics. And, and it, by the way, just, just wisdom, just sheer prudence would show us that the, the very people who are telling us all to give up right now are the ones who have lied to us time and time again, who got everything wrong last night even. Even, by the way, even if Biden were to win, the polls were still completely wrong. No credibility at all. They tried to stage a coup d'etat in 2016. They failed. They tried for years and years after that. They used every mechanism at their disposal. It is the prudent, wise, responsible thing to do to be highly skeptical of those guys, particularly after what we've seen in the past few days. That does not mean that we come out and say, Trump won, that's it, it's all over. We're not saying that. But we're saying we have every reason in the world to be skeptical of the people that are telling us that Joe Biden's just about to win. How neat and convenient is that? And we have every reason in the world to stand with our side, our people. This is an important election. A lot hinges on it. The fact that we were able to keep the Senate is a good thing. Yeah, I hope we keep the Senate. Who knows? We still don't have final numbers on, on all of these things. That's a good thing. But we have got to stand firm here. Courage is a virtue. Fortune favors the bold. And I'm, I'm glad that we have a president who's willing to do that. And I think we ought to give him absolutely just, I'm not saying unjust support, but just support, responsible support, courageous support for conservatives. These are the times that try men's souls. And, and this will probably be heading to trial. This will be heading to the courts as somehow we all suspected it would. I'm Michael Knowles. This is The Michael Knowles Show. If you enjoyed this episode, and frankly, even if you didn't, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to help spread the word, please give us a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. 
Also, be sure to check out the other Daily Wire podcasts, including The Ben Shapiro Show, The Andrew Klavan Show, and The Matt Walsh Show. The Michael Knowles Show is produced by Ben Davies. Executive producer, Jeremy Boring. Our technical director is Austin Stevens. Supervising producers, Mathis Glover and Robert Sterling. Assistant director, Pavel Wadowski. Editor and associate producer, Danny D'Amico. Audio mixer, Robin Fenderson. Hair and makeup, Nika Geneva. And production assistant, Ryan Love. The Michael Knowles Show is a Daily Wire production. Copyright Daily Wire 2020. Hey everyone, I used to be Andrew Claven, host of The Andrew Claven Show, but now I'm a smoking ruin in what would be the aftermath of the election if the election would just freaking end already. We'll talk about what's happening on The Andrew Claven Show.